Most people lead lives of quiet desperation and die with their song still inside them. Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Matt Faust Mashup. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Matt Faust Mashup, where we talk about fear and creativity. I'm going to share a few riffs with you today. I hope you enjoy it. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me. Let's jump right into it. In a conversation about risk-taking, creativity, failure, the question was asked, risk-takers have to be comfortable with failure as a potential consequence. How do leaders get comfortable with failure? Well, I'd argue failure isn't real. It's criticism that's real. That's what we really fear. We all know failure is about learning. It's about reiterating. Failure is a stepping stone to the next version. The update will come as a result of the glitch. There's never really a complete destruction of anything. We fail, we reflect, we recover, we recreate, or simply move on. So it's not the failure that we fear, it's our ego and the predicted damage it will receive. That's what we fear. Creativity is not waiting for your courage, for your outlier thinking. It's waiting for you to tackle the real monster. Criticism is the real monster. If you're feeling the fear, it's possible you're getting close to a solution, to a creative innovation. You see, it's possible that creatives don't ignore fear, but they embrace it. Let's go back to the 1990s for a quick moment. Thinking outside the box. Do you remember those desk ornaments from the 90s? They were a few inches tall, small brass desk ornaments, and they were sold at stores like Successories. One of the ornaments was a box with a teetering metal bar. At one end of the bar was a counterbalance, and on the other end there was this small man. He was way outside the box. It was meant to inspire creativity. Funny thing is, creativity isn't so much thinking outside the box as it is thinking right there on the fringes. It's on the edges 
where creativity occurs, at least creativity that matters. It's the edges where we expand our thinking and the zeitgeist is shifted. It's not really the box that matters. It's identifying and shifting the edges that counts. You may have heard of best-selling author Elizabeth Gilbert. She is from the famed Eat, Pray, Love book, among many other best-selling books. She shares her insights on creativity in a book called Big Magic. I want to share a quote with you. Creativity is a path for the brave, yes, but it is not a path for the fearless. And it's important to recognize that distinction. We have to be careful how we handle our fear. Because I've noticed that when people try to kill off their fear, they often end up inadvertently murdering their creativity in the process. So how do our choices lead us to embracing fear or lead us into embracing innovation and creativity? We're going to talk about that right after this quick word from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Principal Tribe. Principal Tribe is the place where principals connect connect to the latest trends in education, connect to each other. At Principal Tribe, we publish, create, and support principals to make better schools. To get started, visit principaltribe.org. In the position of school leader, principal, district leader, teacher, leader, instructional coach, you have choices to make. Choices that show whether you embrace innovation or whether you respond to fear. Now, whether you move or stand still, a choice is still made. The way you lead is a choice. The way in which you relate to people is a choice. The choice to go or not to go is still a choice. Start and stop. This or that. A choice must always be made. It's not the disruptions in life that create problems. It's not the blockades in life that create disruptions. It's what we choose to do with them that matters. Embrace the fear and embrace innovation. Disruptions come in many sizes, but usually they create a stretch and a tension that can serve as the seedbed for growth and new innovation. Here's a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Walden. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation 
and die with their song still inside of them. So be prepared for the blockade. Welcome the disruption. And let me leave you with one paradox. The paradox of medium rare. But first, two quick definitions. Medium, something in a middle position. Rare, something not found in large numbers, consequently valuable. There are enormous pressure in schools for parents to thrust their children into the middle, the medium zone, the middle of a peer group, the flow of our dictated curriculum, the standard college-bound timeline, and so many other mediums, middle positions. There's also enormous pressure in schools for leaders to thrust their school into the current trends, the middle ground of what other great schools are doing, not to be outpaced or for your school's reputation to be outmatched. There's that pressure for medium. However, it's nearly impossible for something that's medium to be rare. So that's the challenge dare to be rare. So whether you're listening here at the start of the school season, somewhere in the middle or close to the end, just know your choices show, demonstrate whether or not you are embracing creativity or innovation. You can't embrace both fear and creativity as a choice. Feel the fear and choose creativity. It will unleash the risk-taking potential for your staff, for your teachers, for your students, and your school community. And when you embrace that fringe of creativity, that is where the impact on learning occurs. Thanks for listening to today's episode on fear and creativity. If you enjoyed today's episode, I ask one thing, please pass it along. Now, I'd like to share a few other resources with you before you go. One is the monthly blog at mavfost.blog, and two is the daily blog three times a week in your inbox. You can join at mavfost.com, M-A-F-O-S-T dot com. Now let's go out there and make an impact.